Welcome to the Folktale Project, this is Dan Charles. Today we have the second and final part of the tale of why the sea is salt. If you missed Monday's story, I would pause right now and listen to the first part, where we meet two brothers and a magical handmill, which, well, it grinds all kinds of things. Where we left off, the rich brother had confronted the poor brother and asked, For heaven's sake, tell me where you got your riches from. And this is Why the Sea is Salt, Part 2. From behind the door, said he who owned the mill, for he did not choose to satisfy his brother on that point. But later in the evening, when he had taken a drop too much, he could not refrain from telling how he had come by the handmill. There, you see what has brought me all my wealth, said he, and brought out the mill and made it grind first one thing and then another. When the brother saw that, he insisted on having the mill, and after a great deal of persuasion got it, but he had to give three hundred dollars for it, and the poor brother was to keep it till the haymaking was over, for he thought, if I can keep it as long as that, I can make it grind meat and drink that will last many a long year. During that time, you may imagine that the mill did not grow rusty, and when hay harvest came, the rich brother got it, but the other had taken good care not to teach him how to stop it. It was evening when the rich man got the mill home, and in the morning he bade the old woman go out and spread the hay after the mowers, and he would attend to the house himself that day, he said. So, when dinner time drew near, he set the mill on the kitchen table and said, Grind herrings and milk pottage and do it both quickly and well. So, the mill began to grind herrings and milk pottage, and first all the dishes and tubs were filled, and then it came out all over the kitchen floor. The man twisted and turned it and did all he could to make the mill stop, but Howsoever he turned it and screwed it, the mill went on grinding, and in a short time the pottage rose so high that the man was like to be drowned. So he threw open the parlor door, but it was not long before the mill had ground the parlor full too, and it was with great difficulty and danger that the man could go through the stream of pottage and get hold of the door latch. When he got the door open, he did not stay long in the room, but ran out, and the herrings and pottage came after him, and it streamed out over both farm and field. Now, the old woman, who was out spreading the hay, began to think dinner was long in coming, and said to the women and the mowers, Though the master does not call us home, we may as well go. It may be that he finds he is not good at making pottage, and I should do well to help him. So they began to straggle homewards. But when they had got a little way up the hill, they met the herrings and pottage and bread, all pouring forth and winding about one over the other, and the man himself in front of the flood. Would to heaven that each of you had a hundred stomachs. Take care that you are not drowned in the pottage, he cried as he went by them, as if mischief were at his heels, down to where his brother dwelt. Then he begged him, for God's sake, to take the mill back again, and that in an instant, for he said, if it grind one hour more, the whole district will be destroyed by herrings and pottage. But the brother would not take it until he had paid him three hundred dollars, and that he was obliged to do. Now, 
The poor brother had both the money and the mill again. So it was not long before he had a farmhouse much finer than that in which his brother lived. But the mill ground him so much money that he covered it with plates of gold, and the farmhouse lay close to the seashore, so it shone and glittered far out to sea. Everyone who sailed by there now had to put in to visit the rich man in the gold farmhouse, and everyone wanted to see the wonderful mill, for the report of it spread far and wide, and there was no one who had not heard tell of it. After a long, long time came also a skipper who wished to see the mill. He asked if it could make salt. Yes, it could make salt, said he who owned it. And when the skipper heard that, he wished with all his might and main to have the mill, let it cost what it might, for, he thought, if he had it, he would get off having to sail far away over the perilous sea for freights of salt. At first, the man would not hear of parting with it. But the skipper begged and prayed, and at last the man sold it to him, and got many, many thousand dollars for it. When the skipper had got the mill on his back, he did not stay there long, for he was so afraid that the man should change his mind, and he had no time to ask how he was to stop it grinding, but got on board his ship as fast as he could. When he had got a little way out to sea, he took the mill on deck. Grind salt, and grind both quickly and well, said the skipper. So the mill began to grind salt till it spouted out like water. And when the skipper had got the ship filled, he wanted to stop the mill, but whichsoever way he turned it, and much soever he tried, it kept on grinding, and the heap of salt grew higher and higher, until, at last, the ship sank. There lies the mill at the bottom of the sea, and still, day by day, it grinds on. And that is why the sea is salt. And that's my, that's my part to say, and that is why the sea is salt, an origin story of the salty sea, my favorite kind of tale, and this one most certainly does not disappoint by holding the answer all the way until the end. This is Dan Scholes for the Folktale Project. Don't forget that you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, anywhere you like to get your podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at Folktale Project. You can find us on Auto Radio, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify, anywhere you like to listen. And you can always head over to folktaleproject.com. We'll find a new story waiting for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. As always, thank you so much for listening. <laughs>